He walked down. The Ewok down. fell backwards behind the stage through the curtain, completely <laughs> off like, the stage. <laughs> well, hello there. Hello there. It's uh, the Star Wars Report podcast, and uh, it's the beginning. It's the introduction to our Dragon Con song, song podcast. There's a long history that's more or less an inside joke, but it's not now. Of Riley Blanton singing Irish songs all at Star Wars conventions. Uh, it started way back at Celebration Europe because I just visited Ireland and now it's continuing with Dragon Con. Uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I am Riley Blanton, your host for this week's podcast episode. This week's a little bit of a different show, and I'm not going to dilly-dally. We've got uh, three different recording sessions that we're stitching all together to share our experience at DragonCon 2016. We did daily recaps recording on location with a bunch of friends and family. I won't even bother to introduce them all right now because it's more than uh, any of us could possibly keep up with. But what uh, what are you in for? You're in for a good time. What are you not in for? It's not going to be the normal Star Wars hour. Uh, it's going to be more like us taking you on the Dragon Con ride. So uh, so anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in. Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Uh, and like I say, uh, stay tuned next week. We'll be back with our regu- regularly scheduled program. Uh, and I, it would be remiss if I did not at least uh, thank everyone who's supporting this fine podcast at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the episode itself. So, without further ado, it's episode 238 of the Star Wars Report podcast beginning, well, right about... Hang on. We gotta have the music right about now. That's why I need to say it. We're sitting in... <laughs> now that my mic's turned on. Uh, a suspiciously, hang on, wait for it. A suspiciously seedy restaurant in Dragon Con. Everybody laugh. An abandoned restaurant where we had to bring food from somewhere else to eat. It is the daily coverage of Dragon Con 2016. Uh, hashtag uh, Con of the Dragoning, double complete dragon. Um, and it's the Star Wars Report Podcast. It's Riley Blanton, your host, and I'm sitting at a table with uh, the producer of the program, Mr. Bruce Gibson. How's it going, Bruce? I'm doing great. I just did a Rebels panel. I know. And it was amazing. It was the most informative Star Wars Rebels panel. It was the most informative Star Wars TV panel I've ever been on. And I don't know if the members from who represent Lucasfilm realized it was as informative as it was. Right. But that was... Uh, <laughs> I know, and this here's the the struggle is real. Unfortunately, we have two mics, so we're going to be passing around the table yes. to get a, a, some full comments from anyone. So I've just uh, looking at the watch. We got a couple minutes here before we head off to Suits and Outra and Star Wars. We got to squeeze in a recording. Uh, Bruce, I'm going to ask you about the Rebels panel specifically. What were the big takeaways for you that we learned? Because we learned a lot. Well, we had Henry Gilroy on the panel, who writes and produces for. Rebels and also for Clone Wars. And, which was uh, pretty sweet. Which was pretty sweet. And uh, what did we learn? Oh, Bethany was also on that panel. Yes, uh, Bethany? Uh, well, the, the biggest surprise for me on the panel was because somehow I, I missed what Brandy was telling you, looking back on it. That one Mr. Timothy Zahn was going to join that's, us in the middle of it. That's right. Timothy Zahn came in to talk Thrawn. Because well, just walk us through that moment when you get that briefing two minutes before the panel starts. Because, by the way, William and I, he takes a giant bite of a spring roll. I was about to pass the mic over. But William and I were sitting there like, something really serious is going on. Like, Bria's sitting back there looking like she's about to have a heart attack. Oh, that's why. Yes, that's why. <laughs> Actually, I, fa- I knew this weeks ago. So I was the only one who actually knew in advance. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And I didn't even tell you. Nice. You are smooth, sir. You're smooth, sir. <laughs> I'm just like Zahn. I can keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go the walk through. In fact, we're going to get highlights from the panels uh, in upcoming episodes in the coming weeks. But uh, let's keep bouncing down the line. Uh, the next two talkers we're going to have are, are people who are here at DragonCon for the first time. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get Air Force ROTC cadet Bailey sent. Although here we're just it's Bailey and Riley. Yes. It's it's weird though. It's it's it's, it's it legitimately is. Yeah. It's very difficult. But you've made an appearance on the show before. That's so right. so uh, so welcome back. Hello. How's your first Dragon Con day so far? Oh, it was it was amazing. It was mm-hmm. amazing. It's not technically the first time I've been here. It's the first time I've been here legally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will make it legal. I have to the f- <laughs> 
Nice. So what's been what uh, what's been your experience specifically that surprised you? Like, what were you not expecting? Oh, I wasn't expecting to have interactions with uh, <laughs> Zon. We <and laughs> we did kind of, of totally we did totally rope you into that. By the way, <laughs> that was, was pretty amazing. The entourage. Uh, so yeah, that was a surreal moment where we had the opportunity after the Rebels panel, where Timothy Zahn uh, and uh, and Henry Gilroy, who were on the panel, uh, we had the opportunity to actually take them downstairs to their next panel, the author panel. And so we became the entourage of Timothy Zahn, which is, by the way, what we roped into you on your first yeah, day here. I, I sort of, Beth, as we started walking out, Bethany said, stand next to him and walk with him. And so I just, we sort of boxed him in and pushed ah. him down a set of stairs. And it, was, it was weird. Which, and so, and that, let me just walk through that really quick. So that experience is, uh, I realized that we have a job to do. Like, we're not here to chat things up. This is serious business. We are somebody's entourage. So it's time to, William and I, right? Yes. We, uh, we walk around to the front of the line. <laughs> we walk around to the front of the line to actually be like the, the crowd <laughs> penetration. Like we're going to actually lead everyone through. And I remember from previous Dragon Cons, we've been here so many years. Oh, well, they're these sort of um, emergency slash unmarked, well, not well marked exits, but not the main staircases yeah. that you can go down. That in these, these really kind of creepy uh, <laughs> service. No one else is in these staircases. No, no, no one. In this creepy. Is this your proud moment? Oh, of yes. The whole show? This is what I'm most proud of today, guys. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> So I, but I have a, I'm honest to God, 75% surety that this staircase leads to the right location. <laughs> also, this staircase goes down five flights into the middle of a downtown Atlanta hotel with nobody else in there. So the entourage goes down and I'm just pitter-pattering down the steps saying, please God, don't be a dead end. I will not be stuck five levels down in the middle of the Marriott Marquis Hotel, Atlanta, Georgia, at a dead end with Timothy's on. This will not happen. 13 minutes before the panel is supposed to be on. <laughs> it's just so true. And fortunately, uh, thank the force, uh, it did come out in the right location. And I was just like, yes, I may in some small way have impressed Timothy's on. And so my day is done. And I have to admire your confidence because nobody would have known you had this internal struggle in your head because you're just like, oh, I know the way. And you just walk and lead in the way. I know, I know fake confidence when I see it. Which is something we master at Air Force Field Training. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of the first times I saw you never getting lost. You oh. actually knew where you were so going. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> yeah, that was very... In, in hindsight, you know, I am terrible. Like, even to the food court, which we were at earlier today, I'm still like, Bruce, you lead the way on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it over to Bethany, the sister. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. It's, it's been a great dragon now, so far. But, but enough about Timothy's on and all that mm. crap. Let's talk about... <laughs> <laughs> or the imperial press badge that Henry Gilroy gave us all. I love. Let's him. talk about the Rogue One and Episode Eight panel. Oh Give it, you were the panel, host. I was a little nervous on because people are like. Give me everything you know, all the spoilers, all the rumors are out the speculation. Or people are like, stop spoiling me, I hate it's one you. one or the other. <laughs> and it's, it's a difficult balance to achieve. But uh, I had a great time on the panel, and there, there was a lot of great laughs. We showed everybody the uh, celebration reel, the initial teaser, and the uh, international trailer for Rogue One. And many people had not actually seen them. Yeah, especially the reel. Like, yeah. oh, it was less than half. Um, but that's what, uh, that's what I kind of figured out, is that just because like we are on Twitter all the time following Star Wars news, that doesn't mean that uh, people who are huge fans of the franchise are like plugged into all the officially released material. So oh, yeah. It, yeah. Was, that was, it was a great panel. Like, I, was, I was super impressed, and nice job hosting. That was, uh, it was oh, a lot thanks. of fun too because that's tough i spent it's hours easy to prepping do. for that panel and yeah. like literally hours i was up until after 3 a.m so like and we were at like the force <laughs> yeah. awakens retrospective but that's the easy part like breaking down what we've already seen five thousand times um but actually getting into to what's coming in down the pipe uh was amazing uh let's let i want to bring in uh one more one more he's on the far side of the table. let's see if the the microphone can reach we're, oh, we're gonna make uh adjustments here as needed all right uh mr matt rushing How's yes. it going, man? It's it's going great. Of, of course, the Aggressive Negotiations podcast. That's right. And uh, Club. how? So this is your first Dragon Con. It is the first Dragon it's, Con. The first timers are outnumber. They literally outnumber the people who've been here a long time. I love it. Run, run. <laughs> uh, no, talk about your experience today, specifically um, the the panel experience. Because I know you've been to some cons previously. Is there like a specific flavor to Dragon Con that you've picked up? I think the, the flavor here is, is really interesting because it has such a close-knit 
feel. Uh, yeah. and, and I think, nay, you could call it claustrophobic at, at times. <laughs> no, that would be fair. Because, yeah, we are in hotels. Particularly in the, at the atrium level of exactly. the Marriott. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, but I think one of the things that's, that's really noticeable here is, one, the cosplay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I've seen some incredible cosplay. I saw the best Dumbledore I've ever seen uh, yes. today. And then and I'm going to break in briefly. Before we get to who's after Dumbledore, everybody say cheese as we take a picture. Here we go. <laughs> there we are. Yeah. There we, have, we have a photo, photographic evidence of this, again, really <laughs> terrifying location <laughs> we're podcasting out of. Dumbledore. There's like holes in the wall. <laughs> That's true. I, that is so true. I, I'm not sure if those are bullet holes or uh, if somebody's this just stole like, lights. You know, you know Stranger Things? This is like yes. the inverse Dexter's Diner. Oh, yes. This we is are like in the upside down. The upside down Dexter's yeah. Diner. Um, <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so you've seen some of the amazing cosplay. Any, bi- any big Star Wars thing cosplay that's jumped out to you? You know, I haven't seen that standout Star Wars cosplay just yet. So yeah. I'm waiting to see that. I have a feeling that uh, Bria might show that to yeah. us on Sunday. That seventh sister. Uh, yeah. So Just the helmet. Yeah, the helmet alone was pretty incredible that she had sitting there at the panel. But uh, I, I love the, the way in which the panels feel very intimate as well yeah. uh, because I, I think you know when you're not in really a huge auditorium the, the biggest one that Bruce and I and my wife were at today was the Legends of Tomorrow panel for the DC TV but the rest of the panel rooms feel so intimate and it even if you're sitting in the back you still feel close to whoever there and so like being at the Rebels panel and, and yeah. having Henry Gilroy there and having Timothy Zahn there. And then going to the authors panel and seeing the authors there with Mike Sackpole, uh, Kevin J. Anderson, yeah. so many. Yeah. It's just it's fantastic. So I really love that feel. I think I, it is special. That's one of my absolute favorite things about Dragon Con. Um, and it's been that way every time we've come here. Uh, there's something about the panels because like the version of what that same panel would be, like a Rebels panel at a celebration, oh, gosh, would be yeah. this big show at the, at the pre-show. And it's always fun, but it's very much something that it's an entertainment show. Whereas Dragon Con right. is, is almost perversely, if you think about the t- title, Dragon Con is a celebration of fandom at, on a more interpersonal level. Even, even watching the celebrations online. You yeah. know, you can see when they do those rebel panels uh, or you know the the Rogue One panel or Force Awakens panel with last year. It is in a huge auditorium that holds like 6,000 people or something ridiculous. You know, it's it's so big and you're you feel so removed from the stage, especially yeah. if you're sitting in the nosebleeds. You know, uh, I think this is is a really cool experience for fans to get to really celebrate what we love about fandom. And to do it with the people that make it possible. So to be able to sit in the front row on the Rebels panel, have Henry Gilroy there who creates something that I love every week yeah. is, an, and is just an incredible experience. No, it's, it is. It's so much fun. I always, I always try to explain why Dragon Con is my, my favorite home convention. Like a c- Celebration in, is, is sort of unique in that it's the first Star Wars experience I had, and that's where I made so many Star Wars friends. That's where the show was born. But Dragon Con has become the yearly staple that, that, that sort of... This is, this is honestly the, um, the landing pad, this is, or the launch pad, rather. It's, this is the launch pad every year. It's sort of like, I finish every year's Dragon Con just like super, super psyched and motivated. Yeah. Uh, and then I realized, oh, I have a bunch of homework too again. <laughs> and that's inevitably how it goes. I, I did want to ask William, because he, he hadn't really talked about it yet, but uh, what do you think of Dragon Con compared to all of the other conventions you've been so far? Like, what's different or stands out? I think yeah, it's, we kind of talked about we talked about this a little bit already, but um, it's a lot more fan run. It's, you know, like, like you were saying, uh, it's uh, um, you know, in, in some ways, it's like just going up and watching, listening to your you know all your all your favorite podcasts, talking to your friends. Like you ever go to every panel, and I think every panel I've been to so far, I've had at least one friend you know on, as part of the panel. And on the one hand, you're like, well, why do I, why should I go? I can just listen to this online, and there's no difference, you know. Uh, but it's actually a lot of fun, and then you get those special guests on as well, uh, and they actually reveal a lot more sometimes than they would normally yep. be allowed to at an official convention. <laughs> um, so, and like I said, just, it's the community. It's being with all your your friends and hanging out between the panels, going to the panels, talking about Star Wars, and all the other franchises as well. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I was thinking about specifically that there's something about that Rebels panel. In fact, let me let me toss a microphone back to Mr. Bruce. Um, I love this musical microphone situation we've got going here. Not that... I uh, know. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I don't. There's something. I, there's something about this panel. I, I want to actually hit like some of the specific reveals because there was the <laughs> there was the great moment of the um, the shipping the uh, the hashtag space married yes. campaign, which by the way Bailey was a total uh, just so you know I know you don't get that was a big social media campaign like there was a, there's a large movement for hashtag space married um, that was that was amazing were there, but the fact that yeah. he's like well it's t- confirmed he said, basically he said, he's like stay tuned like. <laughs> Kanan and Hera, stay tuned, season three. That's what he was indicating. He said that about a few things. Does anything jump out to you immediately that specifically that he revealed in the panel that that got you excited for season three? Um, I don't remember. (laughs) Well, that's the funny thing. If you're hosting it, it's it's like... Yes, I was hosting it. I wasn't paying attention (laughs) to what anybody was saying. Well, that's the weird thing about actually hosting something is that you almost functionally have no clue what is actually happening on the panel. <laughs> You're just trying to make sure everything goes well. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because what were some of the things that... Uh... Yeah, there, I mean, uh, there were there were a number of interesting things. Some about season three they, they teased, you know, like um, we did Henry Gilroy was saying, we saw, we, we saw the trailer, it yes. was released today. It was, uh, so released it was actually today. perfect timing. Oh, that Henry brought with him. Yeah, which he brought with him and which I actually got the reaction video to. I oh, got okay. I filmed the all the panelists okay. watching that for the first time, which included Bria, by the way. So it was pretty well, amazing. Getting Bria's reactions is going to be priceless because oh, she yeah. had reactions. Oh, it was it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of other things that we learned, even about uh, the Clone Wars or previous seasons of, of Rebels that we weren't we we had you know heard bits of, but maybe didn't know the whole story about. Like for example, um, you know we've always been asking what happens to Ahsoka, what happens to Ahsoka, yeah. And they've always been like, oh, or Lucasfilm never wanted to reveal it for for good reason. Uh, and then. In this panel, Henry Gilroy said, like, George Lucas wanted to kill her. That was the plan. And Dave Filoni had to fight to keep her alive. And actually, well, well, she was dead. about ready to die twice. You know she's going to have to he die. he won the battle against Lucas, basically. He was able to convince him uh, that, to keep her alive. And now, you know, hopefully it sounds like with Disney and the fan reaction with Ahsoka, she's going to remain alive, it sounds like. Can you imagine but, those conversations, too? Oh, you know, she's going to have to die. And then Dave being like... I know you created uh, Star Wars, but... I don't but know about that, George. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe... George, I know you created Star Wars, but can we not do what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think one of the cool things was is that a little boy asked about whether we'd see X-Wings yes. in the in oh, yeah. Rebels, and Henry Gilroy said, I, I promise not to let you down. Yeah, that and was... And the fact that we might get X-Wings in the next season of Rebels, I think, is just phenomenal. Lock S falls in attack position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so many uh, so many good moments. You know, he, uh, Henry Gilroy said we might need a new pair of pants after the season. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be that good. I believe the specific reference was like Sith depends, which I, which I'm sure we all needed to conjure up that imagery. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> oh, so true. Yeah, it's been an amazing uh, first day, and as is the tradition, we we're gonna have to wrap this up. We're gonna do a series of short episodes, and I'm having too much fun. We're the, normally like we did this for celebration, and it was the the patron only feed, but these are gonna be all in the main feed uh, each and every day here at Dragon Con, so uh, enjoy the, enjoy them as well, um, and then we've got of course a bunch of panel audio I'm actually going to go ahead and start the shout outs now um, Brian from Tashi Station, has been super great, he's getting a lot of the audio uh, so he, uh, for, for a lot of the podcasters who are here so we're going to get some highlights, maybe even some full panels that we've uh, been on or hosted stay tuned very, more, uh, very much more, I'm t- trying to think tomorrow, it's the parade Parade, um, and we've got some other. Uh, I've got some podcasting panels, and of course now we have to get over to Suit Sinatra and Star Wars. Yeah, and tomorrow's also the new Canon panel. Ah, yes. That I'm moderating, and Matt's on it. Matt Rushing's on Which it. Which is at what time? Not the two thirty. Although, depending on what, this might go up tonight. So, if you're listening to this, like, within the first three hours of it. And if you listen to this after that, you were going to wish you were there. Exactly. <laughs> nice, nice. Just like our neighbors, <laughs> who are also very equally excited. By the way, it's a very excited, like, Cinderella, There's which is just, like... Um, or Belle, Belle, Belle is Belle. standing on yeah. a chair right now. Belle is literally... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> William is holding. Uh, oh yeah, you. Shakespeare. And not to forget, which we are both a part yes, of. Yes, You're, you are. I'm Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. Ah, nice, nice. I nice. have to work on that tonight. Run, Anakin. Run. <laughs> run, Anakin. Uh, and then, of course, I'm the inimitable, the unforgettable, the rotund, Boss Nass. <laughs> 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 Dear God, and that, that was, was scary. William, by the way. 
<laughs> and on that note, uh, make sure that you're following us on Twitter. It's at Star Wars Report. And of course, um, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at The Riley Guy. Bruce is at Admiral underscore Rex. Mr. Matt Rushing is at Matt Rushing zero two. Matt Rushing zero two. Uh, as well as check out Aggressive Negotiations. William is Master Devwood. That's D E V W I. Master Devwood at Master Devwood. And make sure you check out the Ion Cannon podcast available on the Star Wars Report website. Make Thank sure you, you check much, out Riley. the brand new and redesigned StarWarsReport.com. It's all available right there. I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to go uh, get our suits. Our actual, we're going to suit up. Suit up. Suit up for your suits in Star Wars and Sinatra. We're doing it in style. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Previously at Dragon Con. Georgia. Georgia. No peace I find. It's just an old sweet song. Keeps Georgia on my mind. That's Django Fett, Tim Wooder Morrison, signing off with a little Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, no, that begins the show. Uh, it's day two at Dragon Con. Uh, this is the Star Wars Report podcast, and we're returning uh, after another crazy fun day. I love this. This is like a formal system now. We're all sitting back in the, again, Stranger Things Inverse Dexter's Diner, as we have now dub- dubbed it. I'm your host, Riley Blanton, and we are going to be, uh, well, and we're being chided by staff. I have no idea what they're saying. It's just craziness here at Dragon Con. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, Aaron says, yeah, we have plenty of time. They close at 1030. Uh, so we got two mics. We're going to pass them around as much as we can and have some fun. Uh, I'm so glad. I'm just going to do a quick uh, round the table. We're going to paint the picture as everyone is munching on the remains of their firehouse subs, deliciously uh, enjoying each other's company, making jokes about how many of Padme's handmaidens that you can name. Have What's you heard the of seventh Jorge? one again, Bruce? Firehouse Padme. No. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Jorge. Okay, all right. That's the, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, so, it's been, a, actually, Bruce, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to pass you the first mic here. Hello, this um, is Jorge. <laughs> okay, all right. This is dangerous territory, sir. This is very dangerous we territory. I've not been drinking, just for the record. <laughs> no. I just had a uh, Coke Zero. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, okay, so tell me all about... Your day, because you had so you had some big events today. I did. What were you up to I, <laughs> Saturday uh, at Dragon Con? I drove the car here, and uh, then I did a panel that moderated about new canon. So yes. we talked about new canon, and if it works, and we uh, we agreed that it's working. Yes, I enjoyed that panel a lot. I I think, in fact, like uh, my big takeaway uh, being there was that there does seem to be a sense of cohesion, but then there's still a lot of debate as to what is and isn't necessarily good. Yeah, there are varying opinions. Some like some things, some don't like it, some like others, and, you know, whatever. But yeah. that's good. That's what makes it great, because we all have our own thing, and, and you can find it in the universe. Yeah, no. It's, it was, that was... And, Aaron, you're on the panel. Let's talk, let's talk to Mr. Aaron Go and Star Wars Bookworms, of course. We're doing the microphone dance here. Um, Aaron, how's it going? Good. How are you? Uh... I'm all right. It's Saturday night, Dragon Con. What's the countdown clock to the last party on Alderaan? Like, uh, are you? We're like an hour. We're like T minus. Twenty minutes away. Exactly. Um, it's going to be a fun night. Uh, but uh, yeah, talk, tell me about your experience at Dragon Con Day Two. Um, it's been a good day. Yeah, I got yep. to do some things. I I got outside of the Star Wars track. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. You, you adventurous soul. You get in the safe zone of Star Wars. You, you keep going back to strayed the Star Wars from the, the, the cradle of at the yeah. A706 room. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you did some Doctor Who, right? Or was it I, uh, no, I no Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, but I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> I just went there because an actor from Doctor Who is also in the cast of Legends of Tomorrow. So <laughs> I just wanted to see him. Uh, yeah, Aaron, I have one word. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> That's been the running joke. Let's talk to Mr. Michael Morris, Cloud City Casino. Uh, Michael. Well, hello there. <laughs> hello there. Well, wouldn't it be funny if it was just like, well, hello, hey, howdy, ho. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't just, think that works. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm in a performer's uh, mood right now. Right, because you just uh, got <laughs> done with your... You made it. You were the star of the <laughs> Phantom Menace. I mean... Boss Nass. You, I, it's fair to say that you know Anakin Skywalker, Qui Gon Jinn. These are iconic roles that are right. important, right? Like they are important yes. to the roles of, uh, of of the Phantom Menace. But the true hero of the of the Naboo is is one Boss Nass. Yes, that's the movie I saw, and that's um, yeah, that's and that's why I was honored 
to have the titular role in Shakespeare's Star Wars: The Phantom of Menace. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. That's what I'm calling it. That's what, that's, that's, <laughs> um, so. No, it was a lot of fun, uh, and they gave me a Boston Ask mask, and it was it was it was <laughs> it was crazy. But you're a Dragon Con regular, right? How many years you've been coming? Like a billion? <laughs> what is that a thing? Five? Uh, five? Uh, it's been uh, more than five. All right, Christy's oh, also man. here. Uh, say hi, Christy. Hi to the people. Hi. So, uh, did you guys meet at Dragon Con? I feel like that should be a thing. No, that's right because I have heard you. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Well, you, here, you tell the story. Davs do tell. <laughs> I do tell the story better. <laughs> it, it happened to me. I was the star of this. Um, so he actually had it all planned out, and I had no idea. And mm -hmm. um, we went like we were going to go get an autograph from Stan Lee, and he's always been a huge fan. So I thought it was yeah, for like him. you do. Yeah, and um, so we get up there, and he tells me I need to go to the other side of the room by myself, and I was like, what? Why? So I'm really mad at him. <laughs> he's oh, like, no. you're getting like, the autograph and I don't even get to see the guy? Like, well, I have to go stand over there against the wall alone? Yeah. And um, so he was setting it up. Ah. Yeah. And uh, so then they call me over and Stan got, gets up from the table, brings over the comic that he had just signed. And mm -hmm. it was the 1974 wedding issue of Fantastic Four. What? And he had signed it. Congratulations, Christy and Michael. Oh. And he handed it to me and said, I hope you can read it. Uh. And I started going, why are you handing it to me as he's getting down on one knee? And, and then I just started crying and going, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, will you say something else? <laughs> I went into full-blown panic mode. <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably just like, yes! <laughs> yes. At, at which point, Stanley just smiled and said... Excelsior! <laughs> I don't um, remember. No, I, I'm sure. I mean, that that it had at least in my mind, that's the way it would go. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so, and what year would this have been? How, how how many years have you guys been together? That was 2011. 2000. We got married in April 2012. Wait, wait, what? All right, hang on. Our first Dragon Con. Pass the microphone to my sister Bethany. <laughs> our first, our first Dragon Con was 2011. So this is now yep. officially like the magical year, right? Ooh, that's true. Your yes. your favorite part about day two so far? Ah, day two so far. Honestly, it's friends. I mm -hmm. know it, it sounds really basic, but it's it's hanging out and doing the convention with friends, with fellow fans. Um, mm -hmm. It's so uncommercial. It's really nice. That's what some people say, <laughs> especially the security. <laughs> uh, no, it, it is. It's it's a very. I mean, I, I I try to explain this, and it's impossible unless you actually come. But Dragon Con is just a different, a different uh, flavor, different atmosphere. But oh, um, I did but you were also at the parade this morning. I was, yes. And uh, this time, I actually bothered to go early and actually got decent mm -hmm. seats. Yes. And took photos and was there and with took, these guys and took three thousand pictures. I evidently, <laughs> it was less than three thousand. <laughs> More than a thousand. It was, it was more than a thousand. It was one thousand. was taking so many, and it's like <laughs> a slow motion, slow picks of the entire parade. Yeah, I, was, I know it was. It was like a flip. I got less than four hours of sleep last night. Come That's, on. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is a great flip book. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, day two's been. I mean, I feel like I'm missing something like we did today. I don't have my I don't have the app out, but uh, I know it's been it's been a very very busy day. Um, but but I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. As politics. we did some podcasting and some uh, some politicking. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Aaron all was convinced this was a panel about <laughs> Star Wars politics. <laughs> Wait, let me get the the thumbs up. Is that true, Aaron? So Aaron, Aaron actually thought that the politics panel we were all going to nerd he out was, he was about not happy. He gave me this what's look funny? like what <laughs> what's what's so. All right, hang on. Let me give you the mic. What was that? <laughs> No, I got tricked into going to this panel, and I show up thinking it's going to be about Star Wars politics, and I'm like, oh, this will be really interesting. No, that's the actual one we're on And then there was somebody cosplaying tomorrow. as Donald Trump, and I was like, wait, <laughs> this isn't the right room. <laughs> but you have to admit that, that literally doing, as we call it, the pole dance, where in which people oh shower $1 bills upon a live read of a battleground state poll, this is Literally, it's really it's a lot of fun. If you like politics, it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then I guess to tomorrow, 
Uh, actually, I want to bring uh, Matt here. Actually, he's right next to me, which is why he hasn't had a mic yet, because I need to get him one. Uh, Matt, how's it going? It's it's going fantastic, right? Matt Rushing, of course, aggressive negotiations. Um, so let's preview tomorrow. What are, yeah. your, what are your big must-see events tomorrow? Well, honestly, I, I think one of the most must-see events here at uh, DragonCon is going to be the new characters we already love panel yes. for Star Wars, mm -hmm. which Bruce and I are doing, which I'm very excited to do that. And Christy, you're doing that panel too? That's the awesome. first thing in the morning, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, we're kicking the morning off right. Um, and also really excited to be going to a, another panel with Aaron Goins. We went to the uh, Legends of Tomorrow panel today. Yes. And uh, we are going to be going to the uh, Doctor Who family reunion panel. So oh. we're excited to do that. And that's like a big line, right? Yeah. Like you have to get yeah. you have to get in line early, right? So, like like say yeah. we're gonna have to get in early. Like if, yeah, we're like not even gonna, earlier, even earlier than like my panel that's actually happening tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> we we will probably miss the Jason's Isaacs panel, which bothers me because. I I wanted to see him, but it was like, what do I do? And uh, but, but then you found out I was hosting, and you're like, ah, well. Well, I, I mean, I, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> it'll be recorded, and that way I'll be able to hear it. So. Let it let it be submitted to the record how terrified I am of this panel tomorrow, because uh, just just to be, Jason Isaacs is a whirlwind personality in and of itself. Yes. The likely outcome is that I it, the my role as moderator is, and ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Jason Isaacs, and that'll be it. That's probably all that's gonna happen. And, and as long as he pats you on the back for that. You know, you I'll can't really it. complain, yeah. I'll take it. So. It's, it's probably less terrifying than, than the alternative of standing next to both the Inquisitor and Lucius Malfoy for an hour. Well, <laughs> I, I, you, who knows what would happen to you if he got upset? Yeah, well, some combination of dark wizardry and being penetrated through the <laughs> chest with a... Helicopter lightsaber is probably what would happen. Um, um, let's. Uh, can we not talk about helicopter lightsabers? Although wop, I do wop, have wop. to say that. Oh, here's a throwback. I, yeah. By the way, to last Dragon Con. Yeah. Wop, 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 wop. <laughs> that's 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 one for that one's for Bruce next to me. Sorry, you're saying. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that I think that the answer that they gave about that, uh, Henry Gilroy said that in that Rebels panel. Mm -hmm. It has something yeah. to do with them being on Malachor and being on a, at a Sith temple. Yeah. And that that gives them a type of power that they might not have before. So that almost makes it okay. And it makes it seem more logical that they might be able to do yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it adds to the mystery of the Force. Apparently the dark side of the Force likes... Spinning helicopter lightsabers. Evidently, evidently. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know why so, you would. And that is tomorrow. Uh, none of none of which kind of detailed questions I'll probably be able to ask it's tomorrow. <laughs> Although he wasn't around for that because yeah, he's not true, the Inquisitor true. anymore. He's true. already dead. He actually had a pretty legit lightsaber. Yeah, let's mean, be honest. Let's not let's not paint the four the the poor Grand Inquisitor with the the the, the foibles of his lesser lesser uh, uh, I mean, acolytes. I, as much as we like the seventh sister, or the fifth brother, I don't know if they hold a candle. Uh, the fifth who? Brother, 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 brother. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, true. he is the grand Although, it's interesting, he uh, had such a hard time with Kanan in yep. the end. And then, of course, the other two Inquisitors easily taken out by Ahsoka in that one episode. And it tells you how far Ahsoka's gone. Exactly. So, yep. it also tells you how bad the Inquisitors really are. <laughs> like, Vader I mean, doesn't spend a lot yeah. of time training them, apparently. Yeah, no, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. There are a few, there, there's a lot of stuff up in the air so we'll see what happens tomorrow morning mm, but jason definitely. isaacs and i'm not thinking about anything else i know like there are other panels happening is that uh, bethany uh is tomorrow the the politics of star wars panel i feel like that's a thing yes it is a thing i don't even remember no that wasn't today aaron by the way <laughs> 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 that's so that's where uh riley the rotc cadet and political science major as I visually demonstrate down here, is on a panel with like an active duty Marine Corps pilot squadron commander <laughs> and yep. a nine-year Army officer JAG. So yep. that'll be interesting. It, it will be. I mean, <laughs> in, in some ways, I just want to sit there and listen to Janine and, and Thomas just talk. It's going to be good. It's going to yeah. be a good time. Um, and that's tomorrow. And then there's more. And then there's a bunch of panels Monday because that's the John Williams. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. I'm going to bring the segment of the, the podcast to a close as we continue rolling through our daily uh, Dragon Con coverage. Oh, I'm being pointed at... at, at wait, wait, what? 
Oh, <laughs> I'm 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 laser focused, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what what happens at the table right next to me? I'm totally I'm focused. I'm focused. Hello, that's it. We got it. All right, we're, that's um, that's our cue, ladies and gentlemen. That's the cue. That's it. We're done. Done, everybody. All right, we'll see you. To, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Previously recorded at DragonCon, Richard Hash tells you how to win at life, a.k.a. Apollo is awesome. All big things started small. You don't have to do something big. Just start small. Start doing the things that you love doing. Start discovering where your talents and abilities lie. And then start finding ways to use those talents and abilities in the marketplace. Every place that you can use it, use it. And it will grow. And you'll meet other people. And ultimately, you will find either a job or connect to somebody who's got a business that can use your skills. Or you'll discover that you've got something unique and different to offer. And you'll start your own business. But follow your gut. Follow your own truth. And don't let people get in the way or dissuade you. Most people live lives of quiet desperation. Because they don't follow their heart and don't follow their gut. Because they let fear and insecurity stop them. Absolutely. You know? And, and it's just a bunch of small steps. Everybody can make small steps. And that's really the secret to life. Small steps will lead you home. All right, it's, it's what we call a cold opening. It's day three. Dragon Con yes, it is. 2016. I'm Riley Blanton. The voice you hear right next to me is William Devereaux. William Devereaux, Ion Cannon, Cannon Podcast. Podcast. What a fun day. We're gonna, what we're going to do, William, so we're being secretive because we're standing next to the group, right? Because yes. this is what happens at Dragon Con is that uh, you have these times where you're waiting an hour for dinner, like you do. Unfortunately. And you have to kill time. Now, normally what takes place is that there's engaging, interesting conversation. What's happening right now is everyone's wondering, what are they doing and why are they speaking quietly into their microphones away from the group? Yeah, Riley said that's this not is a whole secretive thing. It's not It's that not. I was secretive. going to start, and no, but no, it's not. Uh, I want to step into the circle. Hey, how's everybody? Drum roll. Exactly. Um, yeah, and say, here it is. As, oh, as Aaron backs away slowly. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, and say, <laughs> hey, day three of Dragon Con is underway. We were recording this a little earlier than we have before, but this is in some ways the, the winding down. Heh, to steal a <laughs> term from Lucasfilm, the winding down of uh, Dragon Six Con 2016. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't get the reference, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's been an absolutely uh, fantastic day. Uh, let's talk to Mr. Matt Rushing. How's your day been, sir? You know what, Riley? It's it's really been fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, started off the day with uh, a panel mm -hmm. about characters we n love in Star Wars that are new. Yes, so that's that was a blast. I was there for for the majority of it. Yes, uh, but and it went really well. I really liked the the back and forth. There was a there was that moment. There was a, like some solid disagreement though amongst the panelists on Ray. Yes, that got awkward. Was. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would say that awkward is a wonderfully kind way of putting it. <laughs> so it, there was this sort of co a collective gasp of horror as someone realized that you're not allowed not to like Ray. Which, by the way, I'm kind of in that camp. No, mm, Ray's awesome. Um, I, it, it, it it surprised me because I haven't heard any criticism of Ray in that way. Not outside of Reddit forums. No, uh, no. And so. I don't really frequent those because, you know, I, I like to keep my opinions um, on the up and up. Unsullied? And Yes, exactly. I would I would not sully my docket with uh, that kind of opinion. Um <laughs> And so, no, it was it was really interesting to, to hear a completely different side. Um, I, I think the rebuttal for it was good as yeah. well. And yeah, who we was that? Who was was that? Yeah, that was you. It took me a second. It's like I think. Yeah, I, I I don't remember if it was. I'm sure there were more comments, but I actually liked what you had to say. Well, thank you. And I I, I think. You know, we also got into the idea about Ray as a Mary Sue, which has been a topic of conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, I, I'm not somebody who is um, super politically correct or in, in that kind of camp. But yeah. for me, no, Ray is is the same type of character as Luke Skywalker, and uh, we got to talk about that. And I thought it was a, a interesting way to be able to do that. The comment 
was, and I think it'd be a fun little topic briefly to address here, is the idea that Ray is a character that is too much of a blank slate and we don't know enough about her backstory right. or motivate. The specific charge was motivations. We don't know True. enough about her motivations as a character. Uh, Mr. Bailey sent your thoughts on, on the matter. Is oh, dear God, I'm being ambushed. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's perfectly fine. Um, I think not only do we have an entirely new expanded universe in which to explore those in the future, but it's only yeah. been one movie. You know, yeah. like you got to give it some time. Well, and we knew a little bit about Luke's motivation. We knew he wanted to get away, and all we know about her is she wanted to stay. That's yeah. yeah, which is the interesting like little uh, poetry, inverse poetry, yeah. if you will. A ring theory, if you might. <laughs> uh, actually, are you, are you familiar with the... Uh, not, you, not really, no. It's, it's, it's sort of the idea that the Star Wars films are done in sort of a reverse mirror, in that they echo each other thematically, specifically visually and in terms of music and dialogue, where you'll see mm. sort of like the idea is Return of the Jedi mirrors Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones mirrors Empire Strikes Back. And then, of course, A New Hope mirrors uh, uh, mirrors Revenge of the Sith. So the idea there is that, uh, which I don't know where that leaves The Force Awakens, though. <laughs> but it is a fascinating uh, fascinating theory. But, yeah, that was an excellent panel. Uh, Matt, you're saying? Well, I think it's, it's interesting, too, because when you look at The Force Awakens, I think that not only does it, it echo other things, but I think, honestly, it really echoes yeah. Return of the Jedi. I mean, Return of the Jedi is kind of like a copy of a copy because it, it's very similar to Star Wars. And this one is very True. similar to both of those. And it has a lot of the same element beats to it as well. So, but, I, you know... For example? Well, I mean, just think of this. They both start on the desert planet uh, and they end up with a, another... A giant Gungan a, raising a crystal into the air. No, wait, that's no, the no, Phantom no, Menace. No, a, wrong, a, wrong movie. An, Sorry, I'm, I'm still in boss NAS mode yes. from yesterday. <laughs> uh, and so I think that's really interesting because... I feel like... I'm sorry, you know, I'm just going to interject and say it's a shame that William didn't get on that in the moment uh, right there. <laughs> As he lunges for the microphone. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, I interrupted a very salient no, point that you no, were making. I think um, it really is interesting, though, because you know, Return of the Jedi does copy a lot of what Star Wars does. It starts on Tatooine, it yeah. moves forward, it ends up with another planet killer that they have to try and destroy. Uh, the Force Awakens, it starts off with a desert planet, ends up with a planet killer. Uh, you have a run into that you know, whether it's a trench run or something like that. I mean, it's all very familiar beats that you yeah. get. But And both have the, the hero's hesitation, the Joseph exactly. Campbell, whether it's exactly. Jedi with Luke questioning about yep. his father or whether it's A New Hope with Luke not sure whether he should go or stay one more season, one more season. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Ray. Yeah. Well, like, and Ray has that, that moment when uh, she really comes into her own and is fighting Kylo. Yeah. And it's a very emotional battle for her, which is one of the things where it really mimics yeah. Return of the Jedi, because that's a very emotional battle as well. Yeah, no. Man, I like The Force Awakens. What about that? It's, it, it is good. And, 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 and having just joined the group uh, is Mr. Michael Morris of Cloud City Casino. That, that was me. Yeah. Oh, Jabba. You were on this, right? So you know the song better than anybody. Yes, this is true. This is true. That's like Ojaba. Looks like it. So I know I'm coming in like halfway and I don't know like what the show notes have been. So but, when, <laughs> but show notes. I just want to know if we've talked about the tragedy. Oh, dear God. Of William Stop Sprite. it. <laughs> you over here. The tragedy of go. William Sprite. I thought not. It's not a story that Riley would tell you. <laughs> so it's a podcasting legend. All the listeners who are definitely getting this reference uh, are really appreciating this impression. All right, hang on. All right, so Williams Sprite magically. Well, Williams Sprite that he ordered two days ago. Well, at this, was, this story was two days ago. It's not a two day old Sprite. Let's just be clear. Listen, this story was weeks ago. By the time most of the people are listening to this, <laughs> so 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 literally. William's drink, which he swears he ordered Sprite. Oh, I did. Or, I, do I drink anything else? And no, no, he does not. Anyone who knows William, uh, and it definitely magically turned into Coke. Uh, and like a cherry Coke. And he hasn't. No, no, he I, hasn't I, let I, it I go left since. the Sprite on the table. I walked away. I came back. My my drink had changed. It's the great mystery of Dragon Con. Would you not agree, Michael? It's it's pretty much legend at this point. Yeah, and it's the great mystery of this podcast. Not gonna lie, I legitimately know what happened. <laughs> what? 
I'm not going to tell you. You're, oh, <laughs> I, the I, I'm plot not kidding. I know. Thickens. The plot dun, dun, thickens. Dun. Oh, my. So if it's oh a legend, gosh, is look it, at this lightsaber. Oh, it's my. huge. So well, <laughs> it is a huge lightsaber. It's like super sized. It is. Luckily, luckily, we've got a picture of it, that, and uh, I, I think yeah, Bethany it is has called got the can opener. Can I get some fries with that? And it's like super it size. is about <laughs> five feet. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm, you know what? I'm not gonna describe the the like coke can handle. I'm just gonna stop describing the. <laughs> let's let's right. not that's go it, there. That's it. That's let's, it. That's it. That's I it. Think, I do this, we need to hand things over to, a, to Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's a different podcast. Speaking speaking of Bruce, and his and his spa. Hi. Hello. All right, Bruce. Yes. Producer of the Star Wars Report Extraordinaire, <laughs> yes. and stand-up comedian pre-show host. Let's move from the new characters panel to the Jason Isaacs panel. Because what a great panel! It was it was a great panel, but uh, let's start at the ending and then rewind. The okay. ending is me finally leaving the the ballroom in the Marriott, heading back to the press room, and being stopped by not one but two different people who are like, "I loved the panel, great introduction for Jason, but that guy at the beginning, he was great." <laughs> that's well, see there, that's what you should learn. We shouldn't have had Jason Isaacs. We should, we should have just, have just had done me. the show. I'm yeah. sure everybody at the panel would have loved that. I could have Everybody kept going. who waited for three hours. I just could have kept going all day. <laughs> so, so, of course, uh, I was tasked with the duty of, of moderating Jason Isaacs. But anybody who knows Jason Isaacs' panels, he doesn't need a moderator. No. He's a great storyteller. He loves to stand up and he talk about his career. And the stage and talk and tell stories. And, of course, when doing research for this, I realized this. So I figured, oh, well, my role becomes more, much more straightforward. Oh, wow. That was... You're hearing this, the the, beaut- the the sounds of Atlanta, ladies and gentlemen. Um, pod race. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically what it became is we had a f- one job, and that was to entertain the people. That's kind of twofold. And do an amazing introduction for Jason Isaacs. Now, what happened is just that, but not in the way that I expected it. Neither did I. So as we have, we talked to the tech people, everything's set up early, it's great, uh, it's great, the tech people are awesome, I love the tech people. Oh, yes. It's, Huge. <laughs> Huge. The, the, <laughs> the tech people are going to vote for the Star Wars report. It's all right, so I'm stopping. We just finished the politics Star Wars panel. We'll get there in a second. Wow. I'm going to pause, you know, oh, wow, that was, someone's in trouble now. Like, we can't. We got to prove this is going to be a big challenge. Basically, can we focus for like a full segment Not of a really. Star Wars report? Are you still talking? <laughs> exactly. Um, There's a car going so down the wrong Isaacs. Jason way Isaacs. Street. We yes, got to focus. Jason this Isaacs. Like, this is like true improv. He was improv. at the uh, Dragon Con today. Yeah. He, well, all right, stop it. <laughs> oh, was he really? Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole so, panel too. So what happened at this point is that uh, with like oh we've got about ten minutes to go. We we stand up. I introduce myself and I introduce you and we do the fun little cosplay Thunderdome like contest yes. between a few. Uh, and then it's like five minutes out. Everyone's having a good time. We're kind of in seeing. And I'm like, all right, yes. Bruce, take over. You're going to entertain the people for a few minutes. Yeah, before. she abandoned me oh, out then, there all by and myself. And then I get dragged off. So uh, not unlike a Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, it will flash to what Riley's doing at this time, which is being dragged off by Brandy and the staff at uh, Star Wars at DragonCon because Jason Isaacs hasn't been retrieved and hasn't shown up. And it is like literally 120 seconds, two minutes until he's supposed to be walking on stage. And so Brandy and I uh, rush across the Marriott to go pick him up. Meanwhile, in the Marriott Imperial Ballroom, Bruce is doing this uh, improv routine. Yeah. With, do, you kn- do you know the name of the actual animated character the guy was dressed up as now? Or is that still? It was Admiral Admiral something. Chow. Something. Chow. That's Admiral Chow. Admiral Chow. Um, Jow. Jow. That's Jow. it. Thank it was you. Admiral Jow. Thank you, Christy. Um, so We're Star Wars. What, what ended up things. is that I don't, like, we have footage of this, so I'm not going to go into all the details, but suffice to say. Admiral Jow. Suffice to say, I was uh, desperately walking back. I'm saying, like, hi, my name's Riley. It's going to be a great panel. We've got everything set up for you. I know you don't need a moderator. I'm, I'm just going to introduce you. We're ready to roll. I know. Don't worry about uh, telling any of the same stories. Like, we have, like, this brief 30-second exchange while we rush back to the ballroom in a very hurried fashion. He stops. I run out to do the introduction. What I run out to see is a chair in the middle of the stage and a dude sitting on it, miming something that I have no idea that he is, and then cosplayers surrounding Bruce as Bruce is doing some kind of show. But all I know is that people are laughing, so so that's a good sign. Uh, we'll probably include the and audio. Admiral 
Jow up there with us, too. Exactly. Beating up the guy. He actually killed the guy on stage. <laughs> he was dead. And we had wait, to find and a way everybody's to, laughing? Yes. We had to find a way to get this guy to shut up because it was like, it was getting, <laughs> starting to go inappropriate. Oh, excellent. As well, I, it started that way. Yes, it did start uh, that way. Well, it started, it started say. inappropriate, yes. Not real bad. Yeah. So I just have to ask, why didn't you use any of the fantastic trivia questions that William and I had prepared for you the day before? I asked for them. Uh, <laughs> and like, I still have not seen them. <laughs> Where are those questions? Uh, so yeah, I had to do improv. I didn't know what to do. It was like there was all this time and nothing yeah. was going on. And so I, I've done improv before and I grabbed somebody from the audience and thankfully we had good participation. Yeah. So it, it worked. Yeah, no, that it was an amazing time. And at which point I basically run out uh, Why is I, Michael touching? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get closer to the microphone. Uh, the, the, those questions were easy. We didn't have to write them down. I never saw them. For example, Bruce, you asked the audience, oh, Here we're we. going to do a little trivia. Who should you tell it to? And then the whole audience responds, Kanji. Oh, wait. Did I jump the gun? Did I jump the gun? Kanji Club. Yeah, there you go. Tail. Tell it You're to a dead club. man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was amazing. Uh, I went out, I hyped him up, I introduced him, the introduction went well. Uh, he did like 30 minutes straight of just him doing the one-man show. And then I helped out with the Q&A a little bit. I got to sneak in one question I prepared. I, I got a selfie that he took with Ed Sheeran. So I, like, I snuck in a question. Uh, William was awesome for setting that up. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, it went well. At which point, craziness ensued. We've got blog posts. we got the Atlanta Police Department driving by right now. And uh, then we did... Uh, you, missed, you missed one key thing, though. So I was in the uh, costuming contest. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mm. was there to take photos to do some coverage for our site and movie pilot. But, oh, my goodness. Every technical difficulty possible, every difficulty you could have in a costume contest happened. So I was trying to help out with sound. I was trying to help out with management of the stage. I was helping give out prizes as they were floundering with technical difficulties <laughs> and then finally everything worked out everybody was up on stage and each of the costumers was getting a medal to the throne music which i had helped set up nice and then this i heard this really loud thump and the entire audience went oh and i was like Yes. Where's the Ewok that was on stage? <laughs> and William described this really well because I was like, wait, where, where did that Ewok go? Why is there no noise now? Ewok down, Ewok down. Ewok down! The Ewok, Ewok down. fell backwards behind the stage through the curtain, completely was off like, the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and it went from kind of a kind of boring, exactly from your parts, kind of boring to like extremely exciting, <laughs> right, Christy? <laughs> we were crying, we were laughing so hard. Gifts uh, <laughs> of Jennifer Lawrence falling. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a good well time, said. right, Bruce? Oh, definitely. Uh, Always a good time. That's what Dragon Con is. Just have a good time. Taplo. Falling Ewoks. Falling. Meanwhile, I'm actually up there really close to the stage. So I peek back and I see no movement and I hear no sound. And I'm like, is the Ewok still conscious? What? I <laughs> the feel entire like, audience is like this is standing where, up and staring. This is where improv Bruce should have been there. And he would have been like, the Ewok's dead. The Ewok's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if that's, exactly. I don't know if that's responsible or not. But, but yes, uh, yeah. I, like, it was boring in the sense that so many technical difficulties the crowd was waiting and waiting and waiting, and that definitely woke everybody up. <laughs> the Ewok was fine and climbed back onto stage. Please tell me you took 2,000 pictures of this. I did not get photos. Oh, I was too worried about it's sound. It's a cosplay contest. There is lots the of photographic evidence. Squiggle was juggling. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, hey, uh, I do think we should probably mention, though, mm -hmm. that uh, no Ewoks were harmed during this panel. That's very I'm, important. I mean, he may have been a little bruised. I mean. Probably. Probably. All I mentioned, all I'm thinking is that William is like, I found him. Repeat, I found him. <laughs> the poor Ewok, though, he never got back up on the stage. He stayed off the whole the rest of the time. <laughs> he was standing off by himself on you the floor. You know what he should have done? Right. It's like, Ewok, please stand up. Well, the, he was terrified of the stage. <laughs> yeah, he never came back on the stage. I figured he went looking for your sprite. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the great mysteries. Um, which uh, I want to take just a brief moment to say uh, this, this uh, segment of the Star Wars Report podcast is brought to you by our, our mad selfie that we're taking. Everybody get in. Big smiles. 
Good. That'll be on the show notes, of course. Uh, and uh, also, it's brought to you by Patreon.com slash Star Wars Report, where you can jump on board and uh, support this very fine program and uh, hear things like us reveling in the joy of Ewok genocide. This was um, definitely the best episode of Dragon Con, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if all the listeners, if they know everybody, because we've been passing around yeah, the mic so much. It's we like, do. who's that person I don't, think, person I don't think it's who's possible. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of a lost cause at this point. Yeah, um, yep. <laughs> yeah definitely look for more coverage and photos of the yep. costume contest and yeah, I've got the pod race and blog post as, as I'm recording this, uh, the mm-hmm. blog post went up, my recap of the entire Star Wars Rebels panel, Bruce, that you hosted. Uh, nice. Of course, titled uh, headline, uh, Timothy Zahn Crashes Rebels Panel, Dragon Con 2016. Uh, in which case we uh, chronicle it. That Man, that was a great panel. Um, but I want to cap off this segment of the podcast. And also, actually, unfortunately, the entire uh, Dragon Con podcast, uh, because this has got to go up in the morning. Uh, so, but which uh, we're saving you the sound of our depression tomorrow yeah. once it's actually over. But um, this last final segment uh, is uh, we got to talk about politics. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna build a galactic wall. Politics, politics, politics. It's gonna be <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so that's how we capped off the evening. Uh, Captain Thomas Harper of the Army Jag Corps uh, hosted the panel, and it was a great time. Uh, Matt, you're a political junkie. What do you think of the panel? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna brag about it because it was amazing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I did not get to be there, which oh, I am so disappointed in. Because Wait, you we, were you were sitting. I swear, I saw you. No, my see, brain. See, Bruce and I had to go over to the Parsec Awards. Uh, That's we were, right. We were actually give uh, up the microphone. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> we we were we oh, were saying, Bruce? we were giving away an award there. So um, unfortunately, we didn't win. But mm. oh well. But I, I cannot wait, actually, to listen to the panel on the Star Wars Report because this is the panel that, I after some conversations with Thomas and some other people about Star Wars, I couldn't wait to hear. Great answer, considering you start off with by pulling a Jason, Jason Isaacs and saying, I have no idea what you're <laughs> I have no recollection of this. <laughs> for, for those who did not get the did not hear the panel, uh, Jason Isaacs doesn't remember any of the voiceover work he does, no. including Rebels or any other, and probably shows. declared so, which yes. I actually thought was pretty yeah, cool. He just remembers the films he was in, and uh, when someone asked him at the very end, the very last question, he was like, "Uh, yeah, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was it was kind of perfect <laughs> was, and horrible that that was the last question too. Um, uh, military and apology stars. Well, let me pass it off to someone who is a political junkie, uh, and the uh, on the exact on the exact opposite side of the aisle. He's behind you, William. Uh, just, William's just like passing the microphone around to everybody. Uh, uh, fellow ROTC cadet, uh, our opinions do not represent that of the United States Air Force. Bailey Sin. Yes, that is uh, entirely accurate. That's right. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, I, I got the framework reference in. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we, ha- we love having political conversation and debates because mm. we agree on nothing. Yes. Which is the best thing ever. Yes. Uh, what do you think of the panel? I thought it was fantastic, except none of you went deep enough. Yeah. I know you didn't have the time, but I really wanted you to anyway. Yeah. It was, it was, it was difficult. We, we covered a lot of territory. Because you had overly qualified guests. Incredibly yeah. overly qualified. Yeah, it was, yeah, between that and, of course, uh, Major Janine Spinlove, uh, an actual active-duty yes. Marine pilot. Yeah. Who I was just, I was just kind of terrified sitting there. <laughs> I was just like, uh, uh. Um, but yeah. <laughs> any big, uh, any big takeaways specifically from the politics panel that you did uh, care for that you would have wanted to, specifically wanted to hear more on? Um, the the sort of the stance of the main players in in uh, a post post uh, Force Awakens in terms of what yeah. what their what their next move is going to be. Yeah. Basically, Episode Eight. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, and, uh, there's a lot of wait and see on that as yeah. well. It was a lot of fun. I think for, but between that and we, of course, we had like a 20-year journalist uh, with the Pentagon on the yes. panel. It was a really, really well set up panel. And I actually was really struck by the way that he and Janine both talked about how scarily accurate Bloodlines was <laughs> yeah. to the politics. And yeah, I think that's, yeah. that's an awesome uh, showing of... Uh, the the Star Trek, especially Star Trek novels, reflecting the political climate in which they were written, and I think that that's always been true across the entirety of the EU, and it's yeah. really cool that that's the case. The expanded universe or the European Union? <laughs> that was that was the running <laughs> yes, joke. That, that was a of course, Bethany, movie. you got the line of the of the uh, of the night because I referenced it briefly earlier. But suffice to say, I was waiting. There was the inter- internal calculation for when we would get a Donald Trump reference. Yep. And it was a long wait, and you struck at the right time because <laughs> literally, as as we're sitting there uh, and talking. 
talking about Starkiller Base as we a... We were talking about the issues As how do you of, make a defense system against Starkiller Base. Well, Janine was talking about uh, how to go offensive and the issues with that because, you know, if the New Republic came in and they were as... Uh, militarily aggressive as the Empire, that would be a real issue. So how do you scale back the military but also be secure? And I was like, well, you just, you gotta go defensive. Sure. Yeah, no. Which which made sense and like everyone was nodding along and then... It was a salient point, to use your favorite word. I do love that word. Uh, At which point, then there's this brief pause as everyone's just kind of appreciating the point and then you just said, like building a space wall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta build a space wall. I had to jump in. It's gonna be great. We're just gonna love yes. the wall. The audience um, died. I, I many Bothans died building crying. it. The Bothans are going to pay and, for it. And the best part was Janine didn't get it until you you started doing the impression. Oh really? She legitimately didn't that's get it. That's hilarious. Uh, I, I said it with such a straight face, like you know, build a space wall, and she's like, "What? Uh, <laughs> a space wall? It's uh, and the Bothans will pay for it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I love Bothans. The Bothans are all voting for the uh, Chancellor Valorum." <laughs> all right, all right. I'm stopping You're there. You're too tired. It ends, it ends there. It ends there. Um, I gotta. I'm gonna briefly preview. We're gonna get. Uh, hey, look. That, well, look at that. On the timing, as everybody food. gathers up yes. their backpacks and everything, I'm gonna bring this segment to a close because our food is here and it's time to eat. Uh, but uh, but there's a sign off, and I'm gonna let Mr. Michael Morris of Cloud City Casino do the honors. I fear nothing, for all is the force wheels it. I like it. And many Bothans died to bring you this podcast. (laughs) Guys, we'll catch you guys next (laughs) week. Thanks for tuning into this absolute insanity when it comes to Dragon Con 2016. Uh, We'll be back with a lot more panel and audio highlights uh, coming up very soon, as well as just all kinds of Star Wars Report awesomeness. And with that, I'm walking through the restaurant door of uh, Ted's Montana Grill. So we'll see you guys. Many Bothans died to bring you this podcast.